Welcome to Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. I'm your aptly named host of your favorite hebdomadal podcast. Oh, I'm glad you're with us. I'd be stricken with mononeuritis if you caused me pain because you missed this week's show. Here's our associate producer, Kate, with the highlights. Thanks, Tony. This week we have giving circles. What are giving circles? When did they begin? How do they work? Why do they shift power dynamics? And where's their value for your nonprofit? Sarah Lomelin has made these spread throughout the world as CEO of Philanthropy Together. On Tony's Take Two. Thank you. We're sponsored by DonorBox. With intuitive fundraising software from DonorBox, your donors give four times faster, helping you help others. DonorBox.org. Here is Giving Circles. It's a pleasure to welcome Sarah Lomelin to Nonprofit Radio. She believes that everyone, everyone can be a philanthropist. A philanthropy disruptor, Sarah has traveled the world speaking about the power of collective giving. She's an expert in diversifying philanthropy. As founding CEO of Philanthropy Together, Sarah is growing a movement of people-powered philanthropy to fund grassroots nonprofits, shift power dynamics, and promote widespread philanthropy. She's on the National Council of the Women's Philanthropy Institute at Indiana University's Lilly Family School of Philanthropy and the board of directors of Giving Tuesday and Battery Powered. Her company is at philanthropytogether.org and she's at Sarah underscore Lomelin. Welcome to Nonprofit Radio, Sarah. Thank you so much, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And I love how you start the, the, the energy of how you start the podcast because, you know, um, I'm like that. And sometimes I feel like I'm the, you know, the off person with all the energy in the world. And I, it's very refreshing to, yes. to see you there. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not one of these. Uh, I'm very excited to have Sarah Lomelin with me today. My excitement, you know, that's that that's not that that to me that's not excitement. So, yes, my <laughs> pleasure. Uh, yes, high energy, both of us high energy. So, giving circles, giving circles. This is so interesting to me. I wanted to speak to you, and then we were on a panel together, and then your associate Nazira reached out to me and asked if I asked if I would have you as a guest, and I was thinking, yeah, I've been trying to, I've been, it's I've been on my to do list for maybe six months or so. So. Uh, I'm grateful that all these factors brought us together. Giving circles uh, around the pandemic is that is that where they got started, or is it before then? No. Well, okay. So well, okay. I'm oh well, uh, they go back <laughs> hundreds of years. I know that too. Okay, that's true. All right. Giving acquaint us with giving circles, please. I'm talking too much. No, no, no. You're you're fine. And you know, yeah. Let's start with what what is a giving circle, right? Yeah. So a giving circle is you know, a group of people with shared values that get together to create change. It's um, 
a very effective form of philanthropy that has existed, you know, for many, 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 many years. They are not new. They are not American. They have existed, you know, the whole idea of people banding together to give together is as old as humanity itself. So, you know, they're giving circles all over the world in many, many different cultures. Um, here in the US, the, the, the model of a giving circles as we know it kind of started getting some spotlights around the 80s. And uh, most giving circles here in the United States are led by women. So 70% of giving circles are led by women. And to this date, like the last research around giving circles, the, la the last landscape research uh, was done in 2016. And we saw in that research that there were about 150,000 people involved in about 1,600 giving circles at that point that had donated $1.3 billion in the past couple of decades. And right? that's, throughout, that's throughout the world. That no, that's only U.S. Oh, that's U.S. That's, 16, that's, 1,600 giving circles, one point three billion dollars. Yeah. And how many people? How many people in those six? About one hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. So the great thing is that now you know because when you think about research of twenty sixteen, it feels like it's you know from a hundred years ago. We are just you know we're in the middle of uh, updating that landscape research. Actually, the the um, the survey just closed at the end of May. So we will have the new, the new report in a few months. And, uh, you know, our, we know anecdotally that there are many, many more giving circles and many more people uh, involved in them. And, uh, and we would just want to have, you know, the, the numbers to prove it. But to go back to your question around the pandemic, the pandemic was a, a great moment for giving circles in a, in, in a weird way, right? Uh, because a lot of, the, I mean, with all of us were stuck at home and many people were thinking, okay, what is, what is mine to give, right? I don't want to feel helpless. What can I do from my living room? And we saw many giving circles getting started uh, that didn't have, you know, geographic barriers. So I will be contacting my cousin in, you know, Ohio and my nephew in New York. And we were started giving circles, uh, you know, to support different causes. So there were many giving circles that were started during the pandemic. You like to talk about the either I, I, someplace I saw four, someplace I saw five, four to five. Uh, features or, or like sort of steps of of your your of giving circles. So let's talk about those either four or five, however you break it down. Yes. So yes, what do you need to have a, a, a giving circle, right? Because the giving circle model is super flexible. You and that's the beauty of it. You can. That's invent why it's your... like it's like it's like Giving Tuesday. It's no surprise yes. that you're on the board of Giving Tuesday. <laughs> There's a lot more nonprofits involved in Giving Tuesday than I'm sure they can quantify. Uh, it's it's flexible. It's open ended. It, they give you some tools, and then you go. So you go, you go. Here yeah, is you similar, know you will, you will you will set the rules that you know fit with your group, right? So, but there are certain things that you should have. So the first of all is 
a sense of belonging, right? Create a sense of belonging. This is not solo philanthropy, it's collective giving. So you need a group, a group with shared values that gets together and, you know, they discuss their individual values of the members. You know, what are those values um, that guide your giving, right? And find between the group, what are the common values that will guide the, the group? Um, after you talk about, you know, the, the values that will guide your giving as a group, then you open a space for discourse. And this is something that I love about Giving Circles because it's a very good way to practice democracy for us. Uh, like right now, you know, how many times we don't even talk to our neighbors anymore, right? Mm. We have become very, the, the world has become very polarized. And a Giving Circles, uh, a Giving Circle creates an opportunity for people with different backgrounds to get together and hear different perspectives and get behind a cause, even if they think, you know, very differently in a lot of ways. So the, you open a space for discourse. Uh, the group will, you know, decide on a cause that they want to support and they will start, you know, evaluating organizations or, you know, initiatives or leaders that they want to support. So that's kind of the second step. And then the third step is to give with trust. There is a lot of trust inside, you know, the giving circle model. Why? There is, um, you know, the pooled money or everybody's pulling their, their, their funds before they even know where the money is going, right? So there is trust in the process. There is trust with one another, with the members of the group. And the whole idea is that that trust will get transferred to the leaders on the ground. Because at the end of the day, you and I and all the audience knows that who knows what the community needs is the community and the leaders working with the community, not the donors. The donors, we don't know. We need the, are the leaders on the ground to guide us, right? So what we want every given circle is to really create a trusting relationship with their with organizations that they are going to support and we always say that we need to give as if we given we were giving to a family member right when you look people in the eyes when you build an authentic relationship with the organization or the cause that you want to support things change and I, I, I know you, you know this, but that from all the billions of dollars, of philanthropic dollars, the, you know, the majority of the funding goes to just 5% of the nonprofits, right? It goes to the big, large nonprofits leaving so many nonprofits I, I underfunded. I think you said in, uh, in your TED Talk, 88% uh, goes to... Five percent. Five percent of the, the the largest five percent of nonprofits get eighty-eight yes. percent of the uh, of, of the that's incredible of the gifts in the U.S. Yeah, that's yes. uh, that's staggering. Yes, like you know, if you think about like uh, women and girls issues, right? Only one point four percent, I think it is right now, goes yeah. to women and girls issues. If you think about women of color, women and girls of color, it's not even 1%. 
you know, for the LGBTQ community is one is 0.3% of philanthropic dollars go to support those causes. So it's like, you know, it's on all of us to change that. So going back to the steps of the, of the giving yeah, circle, yeah. Okay. you know, giving with trust. So, you know, after the, the giving circle gets together and they decide and they discuss and they come to a decision of where they're going to give their gift and they give it, the fourth step, and for me, the most important is to, to act in abundance, right? To don't, let's not just stop with the financial contribution, but go beyond the dollars. So we always say in giving circle, you know, uh, language or lingo that we give our five T's. We give our time, our treasure, our testimony, our ties, and our talent, right? And so that is the whole idea. How can we as Giving Circle members be elevating all the work that the causes that we care about do? And for example, talking about, you know, your ties, each person is part of different networks, right? You are part of, you know, your family, you're part of, you know, a company or, you know, a nonprofit, you're part of a community opening doors to these nonprofits and nonprofits that you care about, the causes that you care about and putting it in front of your networks. Sometimes it's a lot more important than a grant that you can give or a donation that you can give. Mm. Also, you know, elevating the message of nonprofits for something as simple as I am going to subscribe to this nonprofit newsletter. I'm going to, you know, share uh, their event on social media. You know, we we start creating visibility for those small nonprofits that are, you know, totally invisible for. Yeah, they, they don't get they don't get the attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, I, I have a, I have a bunch of questions. I wanted you to I wanted yeah. you to explain through. Do it, do it. Yeah, you said we're we're pulling our money before we know where the where where it's going to go. So. I, I understand that's trust. Um, it's also a little risky. Like I would be, I, see, I would be a bad giving circle member because if it didn't, if the money didn't go where I voted for, because I assume we're voting, right? yeah. if it didn't go to the vote cause I voted for, I'd be like, oh, I'm not, I, I mean, I wouldn't pull my money <laughs> out. I would, but I would be so upset. Well, but I, this, you didn't go for my cause. So I would be a bad giving circle member. I, I, I think I would be a bad one. Tony, uh, the whole idea of a giving circle to be part of a giving circle yeah, is that yeah. you are putting your individual decision in the back burner because you are deciding to be part of a group. So you, I, you know, I manage many giving circles throughout the years. Um, and I always said during grants night to the members, like, please come with an open heart and an open mind. Because maybe that organization that you are rooting for is not going to get the grant. But you need to leave the room today feeling happy with the decision of the group because you are part of this group, right? And, and yes, you know, and you will have time to lobby and to, you know, advocate for, for the organization that you care about. And maybe it's not going to happen this time, but maybe in the next grant, grant cycle is going to happen. And again, you're okay. not about giving circle member. There are other, there are some giving circles that actually allow um, the, the, the members to 
I'm making up numbers, but for example, you're going to give, you know, a thousand dollars. Each member is going to give a thousand dollars. The moment uh, the grants are allocated, uh, 800 is going to go to the decision of the group, but you still will have a small amount that you can give to the organization of your choice. So again, you can you can figure out the rules that okay. work with your group. Oh, very, okay, a hybrid, right? Okay, yeah. uh, all right. So I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm I'm exaggerating, but I would I would I would support the <laughs> I would support the decision of the group. Okay, but there is a lot there is a lot of trust. You are do do. I guess this is a question for the, each individual circle too. Like, does everybody have to give the same amount? Very good question. And, and if and you different amounts, do you get a do you get more votes? Like, do you get if you give twenty percent of the the total, do you get twenty percent of the vote, or do you just get one vote? How, Very good make, question. We can make that all up, right? We could do it ourselves. Yeah, yes, because for example, there are many giving circles that you know there is a set donation, right? And everybody gives the same. Okay. So everybody has one vote. There are other giving circles that have um, different donation levels in terms of maybe um, if they're trying to attract, you know, younger people. So if you're in your 20s, you give this amount. If you're in your 30s, you give this amount. If you're in your 40s, this amount. Or also, you know, in terms of career uh, uh, development. Um, there are other giving circles that have a floor of donation, like, okay, the floor is $500, but there's no ceiling. So maybe some members are giving, you know, 5000 or 10000 but they are still get one vote. And with that extra donation, they are supporting getting other voices into the giving circle and kind of sponsoring part of the membership of another giving circle member, but they still get one vote. And there are other giving circles that do what you mentioned. Like there are different membership levels. And if, you know, if I'm at the lower level, I get one vote. If I'm on the second, you know, tier, I get two votes. If I'm on the third tier, I get three votes. But that I would say is a very few number of giving circles do that. The majority is, you know, it's one person, one vote, doesn't matter how much people are giving. There's another super cool model that um, more progressive giving circles are doing that, you know, mm -hmm. talking about trust, this is very rooted in trust. Uh, there's a giving circle in New York called Rat Fund, and uh, it's a group of friends. And what they do is the donation amount is one per, it's, 10% of their income. So there is a lot of trust among them because I'm not going to ask, hey, Tony, show me your W-2. Right. Like, you know, it's or your tax return, right? It's yeah. like, you know, there is trust that everybody is giving what they are able to give. And there are also other giving circles that there is not a set amount. It's okay, everybody gives, you know, something that it's, you know, significant for you. And we yeah. call it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those are all interesting. All right, thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, you talked about a, a relationship with the organization where the the money is going, or maybe in some cases where the majority of money is going, because you said you could reserve a little. Some circles might reserve a little bit for individual gifts. Um, so, are we inviting? Are we inviting nonprofits to come and 
present to the, is that a way of doing it? And then like, how do you open this relationship with the, you don't just, you don't just send a check. It's a lot more than that, obviously. Yeah. Even your, even your last, your last thing, you know, your last step, you said engagement, uh, you know, yes. beyond, you know, giving five T's and it's not just treasure. So, but talk about the relationship and might you have nonprofits come and talk to the, Maybe make their pitch? In a lot of cases, yes, yes. And we don't call it a pitch because, you know, we want to get away from, you know, kind of the the shark shark tank. Right, right, okay. We don't want the shark tank competition. Okay. But yes, you know, uh, in a lot of cases, nonprofits get invited to present to the group. And um, in most cases, when a nonprofit gets invited to present, is because they are going to get a grant. Um, you know, thankfully, uh, the, the more and more I see giving circles is that everybody is compensating nonprofits for their time. So if they are asking a nonprofit to fill out, you know, uh, a proposal or come to present or whatever, is because they are going to get something. Um, we work a lot with groups. Uh, to, you know, talk about trust-based philanthropy and how you can, you know, do a lot of the homework as a donor, as a giving circle in the background without, you know, taxing the nonprofit with, okay, we're going to, you know, a site visit and you have to deal with 50 of us, you know. It it turns into a a grant, it turns into a grant proposal then. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. So, but, you know, to your point, yes, you know, in a lot of cases, the nonprofits get invited to present. So there is this, you know, like face-to-face, right? And I can tell you, for example, the um, in the case of, I work eight years at the Latino Community Foundation in San Francisco. and, And I started the Latino Giving Circle Network there. And so I, I, did, I, I was, you know, part of many, many, many grants nights and they were incredible because, you know, the moment you, the moment people hear directly from, you know, the, the executive directors of a nonprofit and have a chance to like really, you know, kind of like feel what, what the work entails, it's, it's another, another dynamic, right? And and also, you know, it's a lot of, um, I'm not going to say humanizing because it's not humanizing, it's getting closer to the work. And uh, many times the day after grants night, I had some nonprofit leaders that were, that were coming to present, calling me saying, hey, can I join the Giving Circle like as a donor? Like, I love this. Yeah. And many of them joined. And I did, on the other hand, many Giving Circle members that they, you know, they started volunteering with the nonprofits, became board members of the nonprofit, or, you know, took some of the trainings. Like we have been supporting an organization that um, supports um, survivors of domestic violence. I have had four members of my Giving Circle on that board. And they started as volunteers and, you know, so for nonprofits, this is, you know, a big opportunity to also engage more people around your local community. It's time for a break. DonorBox. What makes DonorBox stand out? We heard it last week from Jenna Lynch. It's a fundraising platform built with fundraisers for fundraisers. 
they have the ultra swift donation form that makes giving four times faster and it cuts down on drop off. They're a comprehensive fundraising platform. Along with the ultra swift donation form, there's event ticketing, peer to peer, text to give, and the new donor box live kiosk. So your folks can swipe, tap, or dip to pay at events. They're committed to customer support and they understand nonprofits because they all have nonprofit backgrounds. DonorBox, helping you help others. DonorBox.org. It's time for Tony's Take Two. Thank you, Kate. And my thanks to everyone who has brought us to 650 shows and the 13th anniversary. Last week's show was great fun. I want to amplify my, my gratitude to, to you, to our listeners, our 13,000 plus listeners each week. I'm glad, so glad that you're getting value, that you're bringing subjects to your CEO, to your vice president, or to your board, that we're, we're just introducing new thinking for you, even if you don't need to share it with anybody. Just so glad that we are able to give you value, and I'm so grateful that you're a listener. Grateful to our, our insiders. You know, there's about 1,000, 1,100 people that I email each Thursday that welcome me into their inbox each week. And, uh, and I'm grateful. Thank you to our insiders. The guests, the guests, the show would be nowhere with the guests. These smart, savvy, bright folks who come, they share their time, their wisdom, their thinking for your benefit. They, they, they want to do the same thing that you are doing, helping small and mid-sized nonprofits. The, that's, that's where you're all situated. That's where you're situated. You're the ones I'm channeling each week, thinking about who should be the guest and what would you want to know from that guest. Uh, and remember, it's, it's not just the time on the show, but it's the time that the guests spend working with me to, to uh, narrow the topics, schedule, you know, back and forth, all that. So they, they devote a lot of time. My thanks to our probably over a thousand now uh, guests. And the team, the great team, uh, Kate as associate producer, Claire as creative producer, music from Scott Stein, Mark Silverman, our web guy, Susan Chavez, our social manager. They're both excellent, both been with me for many years. And I should have given a special shout out when I was talking about the guests, I should have given a special shout to Gene, Gene Takagi, of course, our legal contributor, Amy Sample Ward, our technology contributor, because they just come month after month, show after show, so generous with their time. All those folks, all of you folks, my thanks. My thanks for getting us to 651 shows and uh, this week and the 13th anniversary. Thank you. That is Tony's Take Two. Kate, 
We've got buku buttloads more time. Now let's get back to Giving Circles with Sarah Lomelin. I can see how these giving nights would be very moving. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's tears in some, you know, yes. tears of joy. You know, the collective came together. The, the, the bad apple, like Tony Martinetti, you know, he got put aside. <laughs> and, you know, he, he got asked One to time. leave. He got asked to leave and that, no, no, but, uh, no, one uh, but time I, could, Tony. I could see, I could see how these would be very moving events. At, yes. At, no, totally. One time, imagine like we, um, we're, uh, hearing from an organization that, uh, works with refugees and, uh, and does, you know, uh, legal help, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, we were working with them around, you know, an advocacy campaign and they were doing like a, uh, registering to both uh, campaign, right, with young people. And this young guy came to present and he, he was undocumented. And he was, you know, leading a lot of these campaigns in colleges, getting people to register to vote because he said, you know, be, be my voice. I don't have a voice. I cannot vote. But you can. So, you know, those kind of things. It's like, of course, there were tears in these, yeah. you know, in these yeah. nights. Yeah. Uh, is there a directory of giving circles that, that folks can look to see if there is one in their community or, or more than one? Great question. Yes, we have on our website, which is philanthropytogether.org. We have the global directory of giving circles. So you can put your zip code or, you know, some keywords um, and you will find giving circles near you or, you know, around the cause that you care about. If you don't find one, uh, you are invited to start your own. And we offer free trainings every single month. Um, it's a 90 minute training to it's called Launchpad, Launchpad for you that gives you all the tools to start your own giving circle. And not only that, because you, you may think, well, you know, 90 minutes is like you get all this information and then what? Um, you are invited after that to be part of, you know, we do monthly group coachings, one-on-one, you know, coaching sessions with our staff. Everything is free of charge. We have a, a donate what you, give what you can or what you want kind of model. Because what we want at the end of the day is to have more people engaged in, in, in giving. Are you finding community foundations uh, are sometimes supporting these giving circles or, or spon sponsoring or encouraging these? Uh, Great question, too. So a lot of um, there's a lot of giving circles that are that are hosted by community foundations mm. um, because, you know, uh, to in order to manage donations, right? A lot of giving circles uh, are part of a community foundation. They're a program of, or, of a community foundation or hosted by them, like fiscally sponsored by a community foundation. Mm -hmm. Many community foundations have seen the, you know, the benefit of having giving circles when they are trying to also grow and strengthen that ecosystem around them, right, in their community. Many very tiny community foundations, when there is not like a big culture of philanthropy in their community, find that starting giving circles, it's a great way to, you know, to attract people 
and to teach them around philanthropy. And also for a lot of community foundations, when they are trying to diversify their, you know, the, their, their community of, of donors and, and people that participate in, in other programs. So we also offer a program for community foundations, for Jewish federations, for any faith, you know, uh, based organization or philanthropic um, intermediary that's called Launchpad for Hosts. And that one we offer it once a year. So it's, uh, it's usually in February and it's like a six week um, program. Oh, that's more extensive. Okay. But yes, yes, you're, because you're... we go through everything. And, and you know, even the, 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 what we want is a win-win situation for the host organization and the giving circle. So there's, you know, a lot of nuances there. Yeah. Yeah, more extensive for the host yeah. organizations. Um, are you finding many uh, gifts to individuals? Like maybe it's a, maybe it's an artist or uh, you know, or, or a startup nonprofit, you know, or someone who wants to start a nonprofit, but they're they're not there yet. Are you finding many donations there? More and more. And actually, that is something that changed during the pandemic, right? Because when we saw a lot of mutual aid societies, you know, popping up, um, a lot of giving circles uh, saw that, okay, you know, we are giving to nonprofits, yes, but we also want to give to individuals. Um, there is a great network of giving circles that it's called the Awesome Foundation. Um, and the Awesome Foundation gives thousand dollars at a time to awesome projects and most of those projects they're individuals and, and and leaders and initiatives so the money gets moved really fast and and they have chapters all over the us um and canada i could see how this would be such a boost to you suggested you know giving uh, creating a, a a giving culture in a in a small town or you know, or, or or diversifying. These are these are points you just made. I'm just amplifying them. You know, uh, encouraging folks of color to come together. Uh, I know from your TED talk. You know, there are there are uh, uh, there are there are uh, Pacific Asian uh, Pacific Islander giving circles. There are Black giving circles. There's all around all kinds of faiths. You, you mentioned okay. Judaism. Yeah, uh, your TED talk I think mentions mu Muslim Muslim giving circles. Um, so you know, bringing people together in the in the community, and of course, you know, it could be nationwide too. You had said, you know, your point earlier about it, the, the being the virtual possibility, but but I love the idea of bringing folks together in the community because they because they know what you know they they know what the needs are. They they and 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 we're all going to have to sacrifice a little bit, but in the end, we all come together for where each of our like each of our individual giving circles intersects with everybody else's giving individual giving circle and that's where the that's where the larger giving circle is giving at the intersection of all our individual circles totally and also you know i feel that the the one of the most important parts of giving circles is that giving circles function as seed you know seed funders for a lot of small grassroots nonprofits right so that those small you know local nonprofits that are you know totally invisible from big philanthropy they may get some money here and there from small you know local businesses they get you know some individual donors but a giving circle is that kind of you know 
seed funder for different projects. And then many small nonprofits leverage that because if they you know, they have been supported by a given circle for a couple of years, they can go then to a foundation and said, hey, you know, by the way, this and this given circle has been supporting us. It's like a seal of approval too, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, something that I wanted to mention that I feel that it's key. More and more nonprofits are just focusing on the big gifts. And I get it, you know, I, I'm a fundraiser. So I know that sometimes you think like, okay, there are 24 hours on the day, you know, or we need to, I need to focus on, on the big gift instead of the little gifts, right? But that, I think it's a mistake. And why is that? We need, as nonprofits, we need to diversify our funding. Because what is going to happen when your big gift changes, you know, changes uh, their mind? And you are going, and that big gift is not going to come, and you are in trouble. If you take the time to really create a big number of supporters, a big ecosystem of everyday givers around your organization, you you know that that is that has a ripple effect, and it's going to great be great in the future. You know, every time people come and say, "Well, you know, giving circles, eh, they're cute." No, we're not cute. It's we're awesome. We're really powerful because yeah. you know, engaging especially younger the younger generations, right? If you get people, young people, passionate about your cause, that young person in ten years, in twenty years, that may be you know the new whatever, whatever entrepreneur, the director of x corporation and we and but we, we need to start somewhere right so telling everybody to focus on everyday givers is key this is empowerment you know th- this is this is w- what we're doing uh, nonprofit radio is uh, big nonprofit ideas for the the other 95% this is who you're talking about because 88% of the gifts go to 5% of the nonprofit yes. so we're talking to the same audience the other 95% are Having to split up twelve percent of all the of all the formalized giving and 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 institutional giving, and we're we're trying to democratize here. Yeah, you and also me? you know for for the fabric of our society, I feel like because again, like if we if we keep telling people that can donate fifty dollars, twenty dollars, eh, you know your gift is not important. Yeah, that's to that's me. terrible. That's terrible practice. Uh, yeah. Because you know there will come, you know, the bill, the next billionaire to to give the billions and decide what is worthy of funding. It's bad because then we have people that are not going to be engaged in giving and in generosity and in volunteering, and yeah. that is dangerous for a country. I could take it a step further, and you know, because my work is planned giving, fundraising, and. I am routinely saying to clients and to folks that I'm training in webinars that your small donors that are consistent, that you, uh, and I don't care if the average gift, I'll give even smaller than you. I don't care if their average gift is $5, but yeah. if they've been doing that for many years, like eight gifts out of 10 years or 
for some nonprofits, it could be 20 gifts in 15 or 20 years, but the, but at a, at a smaller dollar level, they are a terrific prospect for a planned gift because they're always yes. thinking about you. And sometimes maybe multiple times in one year, it's not even just a single, single gift in, in, per year, but those small dollar donors are your, are your very, very good planned giving prospects. Of course, your wealthy donors are too. We're not excluding them naturally, but but those small dollar donors who give consistently and do it over many years, they become your planned giving donors. And totally. the average the average gift in a will in the U.S. is thirty five thousand dollars. Nobody nobody leaves five dollars in their will. So yes, uh, so it's all the all the more important to be cultivating and encouraging small dollar donors. You know, and some people like to say modest gifts. I, I you know I just say they're small. I mean, and we're not commenting on the person's character. They're not small people. They just give small gifts. So call it what it is, it's a small gift. But they're still they're still valuable. And you're absolutely right. In the future, they can become very, very different types of donors. And my point is, they could become very good planned giving donors. So Totally, totally. And also, you know, for me, giving circles are, again, these like uh, civic engagement incubators. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Civic engagement incubators, people that participate in giving circles. I mean, there is research behind it that people tend to give more, even, I mean, in the giving circle and then outside the giving circle, and they tend to participate more civically, you know, being part of their neighborhood association, being part of the PTA, being part, you know, and that's what we want. We need engaged people. We cannot, you know, deal in this time with you know people just looking at their phones and that's it yeah no they're you're right engagement community engagement civic engagement you've got me thinking about so we're talking about giving circles and planned giving i'm thinking what about planned giving circles i don't know if there's i would love that. that i don't know well but planned giving is all individual like it's my you know it will be based on my will or my life insurance we'd have to think about a way to for there to be a collective planned gift. But you know what? You might be on something because, for example, we could start planned give, like, and this could be great for nonprofits around, you know, a specific, like maybe ethnicity or faith or, you know, a specific issue. It's like you may, like those board members or those, you know, recurrent um donors right like they can become part of like a learning community like a given circle right and they can be a pledge right they can be kind of like a pledge of a of a future gift right they they could be yeah, they each make their own commitment but again they're they're coming together to support the community mm -hmm. and to learn together and share ideas together and then they each make their own their own commitment but there's there's still the there's still the collectivism of of a giving circle, just that the the the, the ultimate gifts are you know I'm I'm doing I'm doing this one or, or maybe they would come together and say you know we love this cause well, I'm gonna I'm gonna devote some of my estate my, some of my will five percent or two percent to this cause and let's all do it together I mean there, there could be that it could be that kind of collectivism too so uh, I have to think planned giving circles right, don't write off that idea. That, no, no, no. I'm going to actually think more about land that. Land giving circles. Yeah, we should we should talk more about that. Um, all right. What about other nonprofits? So we, we talked about community foundations and how they could be enablers and hosts and sponsors. 
But other nonprofits, um, I mean, they could, they, you could encourage giving circles in your community. You could try to find the giving circles that are in your community already and maybe reach out to them. What, what, what do you see as the overlap between nonprofits and giving circles? Totally. So what we have seen is, you know, different nonprofits in, in a certain community working together, right, to create like, you know, again, what do you want is to create a strong ecosystem of donors, right? So it's not about competition, but maybe collaboration with other nonprofits. Uh, there are nonprofits that are starting giving circles to support their own nonprofit, right? And you may be thinking, well, but then it's not really a very, you know, the traditional giving circle because the group is not deciding uh, between different organizations. Yeah. Yes, and they may be deciding among different projects. So there are some nonprofits that have different projects and they create giving circles or donor circles inside, you know, their their community. And uh, and each, you know, each circle will support different projects inside the nonprofit. Mm. Um, also, um, I mean, again, it's a really... Oh, uh, some organizations, uh, the, one that, that the way that we have seen it is they're starting giving circles, like, for example, if they have scholarships, right? Uh, if they're giving scholarships, but the scholarship uh, amount is too large for a single donor, well, you know, they are encouraging their, their community to create these giving circles and kind of, you know, give together one scholarship. Right, right. Um, yes. Okay. But you know we get uh, we get uh, calls from many nonprofits because yes, it is a very good way to to create um, this strong you know group of supporters because I am going to tell you that a given circle member is not your regular donor. It is you know is someone that is not passive. They are not going to send a check and call it a day they will be a lot more involved and they will advocate a lot more. So that is, you know, that is the beauty of, of it. Um, for some nonprofits, maybe they say, my God, no, I don't want to, you know, to have all these people engaging. Um, but for, for a lot of nonprofits, it's something that is, you know, it's, it's, it's working. And we actually, because we get so many um, calls from different nonprofits, uh, one of our projects for this summer is to tweak one of our programs, the one that we offer for community foundations, but tailor it for small and medium-sized nonprofits. So you have Launchpad, you have Launchpad training uh, for like host host training for small and mid-sized nonprofits. We will have it. We will have it in the fall. We're working on it this summer to just like tweak the curriculum, and we will have it in the fall. Okay. Okay. Uh, what have I not asked you about that uh, that you want to you want folks to know? Well, also, you know, we at Philanthropy Together, um, we are this umbrella organization, and we work with all the networks of giving circles. So there are many, many networks of giving circles around the globe and here in the U.S. Um, so, for example, you know, we talked about uh, the faith-based giving uh, networks, right? The American Muslim Community Foundation, Amplifier, which is a, a network of 
giving circles based on Jewish values. There are many networks of giving circles based on ethnicity. So the community investment network is around black and people of color giving circles. Uh, APIP, uh, Asian American Pacific Islanders in Philanthropy has uh, given circles. Uh, the Latino Community Foundation, uh, they are political giving circles. So um, Future Now has a network of hundreds of political giving circles. Um, the women's giving circles, there are many networks of women's giving circles. So Philanos is a very strong one uh, that you know encompasses thousands and thousands of women giving. Uh, Together Women Rise is another network of women's giving circles that the donors are based in the U.S., but they give internationally. Yeah. Um, there is also 100 Who Care Alliance, which has hundreds of chapters, and the model is very easy to follow because it is 100 people giving $100 every quarter. So they give, you know, at least $10,000 every quarter, and they are groups of only women, only men, co-ed, teenagers. We have seen a lot of of groups of teenagers giving together. So, you know, anyway, there's many, many giving circle networks that also, if, if people can want to start a giving circle, I encourage everybody to look at the networks because they offer you, you know, support webinars community around the, the different, you know, ethnicity or faith or, you know, values. All right. All right. And the other thing, I think the last thing will be that um, this year we're super excited because uh, we added kind of a, a second focus around collective giving. So we focused the first few years just on giving circles. Now we're working also with collaboratives. So collaborative funds. Uh, and these, you know, it's groups of individual donors or institutional funders that get together to tackle a specific cause, right? And these collaboratives, they move from, you know, a million, a couple of million dollars to hundreds of million, of million dollars, of millions. So we're excited to, to be working with them too and, and, you know, kind of creating a community and a space for them to learn from one another. Some of those are, are combinations of individual and institutional funders? Yes. Oh, interesting. All right. Yes. All right. Yes, like, for example, you know, TED has the Audacious, uh, Audacious Project. And they um, this year, they granted $1 billion to 10 organizations. And the donors are a combination of um, individual donors or families and mm-hmm. a couple of institutional donors. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Why don't you just leave us with uh, some some uh, inspiration around giving circles? Some, something positive, uh, even if you're just repeating something we've already said. Leave folks with uh, something something upbeat and and empowering. Yes. Okay. So don't don't think of, you know don't think of too much. It's not rocket science. Like people, it's not rocket science. Just do it. It's it's a lot of fun. And I feel that it's also why, you know, uh, people gravitate around giving circles because it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, it's, it's social, it's community. And 
we know that you know the issues and the problems of this world are overwhelming and huge giving should be joyful the act of giving should be joyful and giving together is joyful so yeah and you know for whatever you need reach out to us you know engage with us and, and thank you tony for for having me sarah lomelin she's uh ceo of philanthropy together at philanthropytogether.org. Check out the uh, Launchpad training. Whether you're starting a, uh, whether you're starting on your own or your uh, community foundation, or and then for the host training, and then in the fall there'll be something for small and mid-sized nonprofits, and the ongoing training all at uh, all at philanthropytogether.org. And uh, Sarah is at Sarah underscore Lomalin. Sarah, thank you very much for sharing all this. I love it. Thank you for for your expertise. Thanks for your energy. Thanks for what you're doing to empower communities and individuals to come together. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Tony. And yes, you know, I'm going to put my arms like you put it because yes, thank you. (laughs) Next week, Leadership Lessons with Steve Johns on his new book. If you missed any part of this week's show, I beseech you, find it at TonyMartinetti.com. We're sponsored by DonorBox. With intuitive fundraising software from DonorBox, your donors give four times faster. Helping you help others. DonorBox.org. Our creative producer is Claire Meyerhoff. I'm your associate producer, Kate Martinetti. The show's social media is by Susan Chavez. Mark Silverman is our web guy. And this music is by Scott Stein. Thank you for that affirmation, Scotty. Be with us next week for Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Go out and be great. <laughs>